0: Yeah, we've had the preseason and football technically returned back in August with the Hall of Fame game, but let's be real. Week 1 is when things really get started, and the Patriots hit things off with a bang against the Miami Dolphins, arguably one of the most exciting teams entering the season. The Dolphins are looking extra scary this year after adding a bunch of pieces in the offseason like Tyree Carroll, Teron Armstead, and more. And this is Tua Tagovailoa's no excuses here, or in other words, the make or break here. So playing in Miami, can the Patriots spell through and beat the Dolphins? Let's find out. Now, before I get into this preview, just keep in mind that a lot of the stats and a lot of the data points that I'm going to use in this episode are coming from last year. And again, things change, teams change, head coaches are removed and new ones are added, especially with the Dolphins who fired Brian Flores last year and signed Mike McDaniel. And so again, teams change, things can happen throughout the offseason that'll alter these data points going to this year. And so just take whatever I'm going to say with a grain of salt. But going into the game, the number one thing that the Patriots have to do to have any chance against the Dolphins is to start fast, even if it means going down the field and only kicking a field goal. That right there should be the bare minimum right now. Far too many times last year, the Patriots would be down 14 points very early because the offense wasn't able to get a kickstart. They've got to be able to go down the field and score quickly. I also felt last year that the Patriots had this lack of urgency on their first drive. A lot of running the ball on first and second down and then running a short to medium passing concept on third down, which ultimately ends up leading to a punt. And so what I'm thinking is a way that the Patriots could potentially start fast is to really just convert on a big chunk play of around 15 yards or more. At that point, the Patriots offense is starting to get going, and that's where the Patriots are going to see a lot more success once they're able to convert that first first down. Now, previewing the Patriots' offense, it is definitely difficult to predict what exactly is going to end up happening with the run game. I mean, the Dolphins don't exactly have the sturdiest run defense, though they have made some moves signing Melvin Ingram and Trey Flowers to help with the front seven. Last year, they were ranked 13 yards allowed per game and 18th in yards allowed per attempt. Far from the Patriots' level of bad last year, but certainly not amazing. But then when you look at the Dolphins' run defense against Damian Harris back in Week 18 of last year— Damien Harris simply could not get it going, with Brandon Bolden of all backs being the guy that carried the load. But then on top of that, when you look at Damien Harris last year in week one, he had a 100-yard game. And so, really right now, it is going to be very tough to analyze Damien Harris against the Dolphins' run defense. And so, what I'll say is the Patriots need to recognize if the run game is working early on, either for Damien Harris or for Stevenson. Don't wait 2-3 to drives down in the game where they're down 14 and they haven't scored anything. Now, as for Ramondre Stevenson, it's tough to say whether or not he'll be getting a lot of action in this game, and whether or not the Patriots will end up going with their dual back game plan that they did a couple of times last year. And so, for right now, I don't really have a lot of definitive thoughts on him. Now, the passing game also has some questions. Will Mac Jones figure it out? Is the Patriots' receiving core good enough? And so, here's what I'll say about Mac Jones. We're going to figure out whether or not Jones has improved or not come game time we will see if the Patriots' offensive game plan is still too conservative or if Mac Jones is going to be taking some more risky throws and deep shots. In terms of the receiving core, I've said this time and time and again, it really is good enough. It's a lot better than what people give it credit for, I think. The addition of Devontae Parker finally gives Mac Jones a good vertical deep threat. They already have a refined slot receiver in Jacoby Myers. Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar actually provide some really good speed. And so, looking at the game... I will say that Jacoby Myers is going to have somewhat of a hard time, seeing as he'll likely be lined up against Nick Needham. Needham last year only allowed a 73.4 pass rating and a 61.4 completion percentage. Now looking at Devontae Parker, he'll likely be challenged by Xavier Howard on the outside. Howard last year allowed a 76.2 pass rating and a 52.7 completion percentage. Not to mention that in week 18 last year, Howard had a pick 6 on Mac Jones. And so, if these two receivers are not able to get it going, this would likely leave Mac Jones with Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne, to which I think the former will end up having somewhat of a breakout game. Just a bit of a bold prediction there. Now, defensively, it's going to come down to three main things. To stop the run, to not allow anything over the top, and to not break on third down. Now, it's just a hunch, but I have a better feeling about the Patriots' run defense and coverage in the second level than I did last year. New England removed all the slow and stiff backers in their defense. With Hightower and Van Noy, instead, brought in more faster, agile backers like Mac Wilson and Roquan McMillan. Throughout the preseason, especially Mac Wilson, we were able to see him kind of fly around the field in a lot of situations, make a lot of good tackles, and just overall use his speed to his advantage greatly. And so, I think that sideline to sideline speed is going to be very, very useful against really an offense that has a ton of speed already. Now, the next big thing is making sure that the Patriots don't allow anything big over the top side of the field. You already know that the Dolphins are going to want to test Tyreek Hill's speed. And with the supposed, and I really need to emphasize the quotations here, improvement of Tua Tagovailoa's accuracy and throw power, Mike McDaniel is going to want to call some shots here and there. My worry is that Devin McCourty or Kyle Duggar are not going to be able to handle Hill's speed. McCourty is really fast, I know but not as fast as Hill. In fact, really nobody in the NFL really is. And looking at Jalen Waddle, he's also another Dolphins receiver whose speed is going to be a big factor. Jonathan Jones is back, and with that returns his speed as a corner, and so I'm looking forward to that matchup as well. I don't think that the Patriots will be getting beat over the middle of the field like they did last year, but with the speed of Hill and Waddle, I could definitely see their speed being utilized greatly in the, you know, medium to short passing concepts. Now, the Patriots also need to make sure that they don't break on third down. They can't have guys like Hill and Waddle getting open on their short to medium passing concepts, as I said, and having them break away for first downs. The way that Isaiah McKenzie did that last in Week 16 with the Bills and the way they torched the Patriots' defense repeatedly on third down as well still gives me nightmares. And so what I can hope is that that advertised speed seen on the Patriots' linebackers and some of their cornerbacks is going to be shown in this game, and they are going to be able to handle Hill and Waddle in a lot of cases. Obviously, they're going to be those plays where, you know, Hill and Waddle are going to be open on the shorter passing concepts. I'm just hoping that it's not to the extent as it was with McKenzie last year in Week 16. And so, yeah, that about wraps it up for this preview. And so now it's time for my prediction for this game. Drumroll, please. I think that the Patriots are going to end up falling to the Dolphins in this one, 27-21. to 21. I think the game overall is going to be very close, but I still think that the Patriots have a lot of kinks to work out in their offense, and I think those kinks are going to take at least a game to get used to. And then when you look at the Dolphins, I mean, again, Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill are so explosive and they have just so much speed, and I think that that speed is going to be just too much for the Patriots to handle in this one. And so I do have the Patriots losing to the Dolphins 27-21. to But yeah, let me know what your thoughts and predictions are for this game in the comments down below. And I'll catch you guys later in the next episode. Peace out.